Welcome to You Still, a podcast hosted by me, Ella Delancey-Jones. We talk about motherhood, the absolute elation and the surprises, as well as attempting to bridge the gap between who we were before we had our children and who we are now. Don't forget to follow at You Still Podcast on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. It's lovely to have you here. Welcome back to another episode of You Still. I'm so happy to have you here. If you're returning, thank you. If it's your first time, hello. I want to talk about friendships. When I was pregnant, one of the first things that I was worried about was my changing friendships. The idea of whether they would change, whether I would be the same person that my friends could relate to, or whether I'd make new friends in this whole new world that I was entering into. It was really hard to reconcile the idea of myself with this tiny, tiny little fetus inside me to someone that was soon going to be pushing a pram around, pushing a pram around who might need some other new people to relate to. I think a lot of what I felt came from a place of fear and I have spent quite a long time kind of trying to figure out where I fit into my own life let alone other people's lives and I think just being a natural overthinker I think I can sometimes imagine scenarios that aren't true and over worry that things have changed so drastically when actually they haven't. Something that I forget about as well is like my time is very structured at the moment. I'm in a routine, I'm in Polly's routine and it's very different to how my life was before. So where I would be doing something completely different every day and I wouldn't really have time to sit and ponder things maybe as, as I do now. I'd be going out for drinks, I'd be working, I'd be traveling and whereas now I'm very kind of like structured. So I've got time to worry whether that person hasn't texted me back. So I wanted to talk about friendships and whether they can stay the same, whether they should stay the same and whether if they do change is that really such a bad thing. I want to welcome Holly Cameron who has a wealth of knowledge working in the charity sector. At the moment she's on mat leave. She is Lewis's mum who is 10 months old at the time of recording and she is also my Twitter pal. We met through the Twitter sphere. I hate myself for saying that word but we did and now we're friends on Instagram and I'm so grateful that she agreed to come on this episode to talk about what is probably a bit of a contentious subject. It's a sensitive one, isn't it? So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the conversation plays out. Hello, Holly. Thank you so much for coming on to an episode of You Still. My pleasure. Good to be here. I feel like I've known you for quite a long time, but I feel like, you know, obviously we haven't met in real life. We're like mum friends on Twitter. And there seems to be quite like a big community of mum friends on Twitter. I don't know whether it was something, was it something that was always there and then we just never noticed or before we were mums or is it just something that we've grown, do you think? Like, I feel like sometimes I tweet something about being a mum, about sleep or whatever. And then there's like maybe you or someone else will just jump on it and be like, yeah, me too. I don't know. I think that's a really good point. I I don't know whether we've got people in common that kind of led us to one another. But yeah, I certainly feel as though I suddenly had this community of women who had become parents at the same time and were suddenly saying, oh, are you dealing with the four-month sleep progression and things like that? So either that or Twitter's just got a really amazing algorithm. Yeah, it might be the algorithm, but I appreciate it anyway, because sometimes, especially back in the day, like I didn't really tweet that much about like, as a, being a journalist as well, I usually tweet about work and then I was sort of tweeting about sleep 
deprivation then you just get somebody just coming on saying that they're going through it too and it just makes makes things feel a little bit easier yeah I know what you mean I mean for me I I use Twitter sort of professionally but also just to be a bit silly but when I was pregnant and I know that this is a bit of a controversial subject for some people but I was really keen to get the vaccine for COVID and so I hadn't mentioned being pregnant at all but then suddenly I was like I want access to the second dose before I give birth but the waiting gap was too long and so suddenly I started tweeting about being pregnant and I think that that for me is how I think some people found me and so I'm quite grateful because I think had had it not been the pandemic and had that not been a factor I probably wouldn't have shared the fact that I was pregnant and expecting but it kind of made me comfortable and it made me build this community that then I continue to share afterwards so I feel like it's changed how I use social media. Same same your son is you said nearly 10 months old now right? Yeah. Approaching the one year old. How quickly has that gone? How quickly has that gone for you? I think in some ways, I don't know about you again, but it's like sometimes I'm in the shower and I'll suddenly be like, oh my God, I've got a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised and I'm equally like the whole experience of being pregnant feels like it was so long ago. Like if I see a photo of myself pregnant, it feels like a stranger. But then I think about it in other ways, like he's not the best sleeper. I feel like I've been awake for the equivalent of two years <laughs> in the past 10 months. So in some ways, it feels like it's been absolutely forever. It just feels like time passes in such a different way when you have a baby. I totally agree with that. Literally have just put her next to me caught up in the lock. Got a bit semi-teary over because I thought, oh God, she's just not tiny anymore. But her being so tiny feels like a lifetime ago because mm. she's been this sort of interactive moving child for what seems like a lot longer than she was tiny and I guess in a sense that that's that's quite true but again with the sleep she is sleeping a lot better now than she was but to be honest any it's, it's relative isn't it because anything better than newborn cluster feeding up every 45 minutes to an hour is better for me so you know I'm pleased with whatever is better than that mm, yeah we once um in the depths of like sleep deprivation mania logged that he'd he'd woken up like 18 times in one night because we were just like we found that in the morning you can barely remember how the night played out because it was so bad sometimes that you just it all kind of warps and so we wrote it down I've kept it all as like a weird log which I'm going to put in his baby book and he'll just be well I imagine he'll be apologizing to to us a lot yeah well you hope you hope like me then you know that having a baby is a massive life change it's something that I feel like you just cannot prepare for until it happens to you. Spontaneity as a couple that we maybe once may have had, not really there anymore. So just things like that. If you're thinking about your old life and your new life, how can we expect our friends to understand what we've been through if they haven't been through it themselves? I think I've, I mean, I've thought about this quite a lot and I think about it in terms of my old self as well before I had Lewis and I've just come to the conclusion that it doesn't matter how many antenatal groups you go to (laughs) how many books you read nothing can prepare you for it really and I don't know whether there's like a conspiracy of silence a bit about some of it because people are quite jokey like oh you know say goodbye to good night's sleep and all of those sorts of things but I think you never truly understand what it's like to never sleep long enough to get into deep sleep (laughs) until you're actually there and there are so many things that I just didn't understand I didn't understand that you have to often help babies to get to sleep and that sometimes they only want to sleep on you when they nap you don't kind of understand that like 
feeding can sometimes be difficult and that maybe your child will hate being in a pram, which is very limiting as well. I think there's just so many things that you just don't know. And each child is so different as well that you can't really predict what it will be like. So I think that if I couldn't anticipate what it would be like, then I can't really expect that perhaps friends who haven't done it themselves will understand either and equally you know before I had Lewis you know I didn't really I guess I didn't know the questions to ask my friends to really understand what it was like as well and I think that's a big a big part of it but equally I really respect the fact you know I have friends who have decided that they don't want kids it's just not for them and then they might just not be interested in the ins and outs and understanding it as well so I think it's just a spectrum yeah I think you're right in the sense of you just don't know what it's like until you're till you've done it because I sometimes I mean this is just me casting doubt on myself but sometimes if I'm complaining or what seems like complaining on social media or something about I haven't slept or this is really hard sometimes I worry that people without kids are like Jesus Christ man do you think you're the only person that's ever had a baby like is how hard can it be do you know what I mean but then also I remember having hypothetical conversations with my friends who do want kids we, we're talking about like obviously joking but it was kind of hypothetical like oh, we're just going to go on holiday and we're just going to leave them you know we'll just we'll just do what we're doing now we're just going to have a few drinks and then we're just going to put a blanket over the pram and I want to be able to just do what I want to do and just leave them with a bottle and and then when you do it there's so much about motherhood that was so instinctive to me that the old me that thought I'll be able to do this I'll be able to do this I'll leave her for a weekend with my mum just hasn't hasn't come to fruition because I'm actually in it now and it's really hard to relate that old self and you know what my friends still think they they might do with their children their hypothetical children to what I'm actually doing so I worry sometimes that they think I'm a bit much. I kind of feel as though when it comes to kind of sharing and worrying about people kind of think that I don't know we're we're dwelling on certain aspects or being too restrictive about certain things I kind of just think that For me personally, there are some things that I share with some of my friends and some which I share with others. And I think maybe that's partly because, you know, I had Lewis when I was 37. I was one of the last of my friends, really, who want to have kids and to have a child. And I think therefore, for me, I kind of had friends who I know didn't want to have kids or weren't with somebody at that point. And so it wasn't really on the horizon at that point or people that had children. So I think I've just sort of directed different things at different people. But equally, I kind of just hope that if anybody in my life does feel that I'm going on about being tired or talking about how, you know, Lewis cried whenever I took him out in the pram for the first six months of his life, um, you know, if they kind of thought, oh God, here she goes again, that they might just give a bit of grace and just think this is clearly the sort of a phase. But who knows? Because, you know, as we've touched on outside of this, like friendships can play out quite differently and in unexpected ways after becoming a parent. Something I was going to mention was about the seasonality of friendships. So one of the main things I was really worried about when I was pregnant and then obviously the baby was going to be born was was changing friendships because I really loved my life before and I didn't want anything to change I didn't want my relationships my friendships to change and then as I thought more about it I kind of realized that over my life during you know job changes or different relationships or just different ages in life my friendships have changed because as I say like circumstances and I feel like there is a bit of a seasonality to friendships like baby or not were they kind of destined to change anyway and sort of think about it in a way that it's like they were going to change anyway not in spite of the fact Mm. that they had a baby yeah it does and I certainly think that with some 
friends, you can kind of be in each other's to a greater or lesser extent, depending on what's going on in your life, you know, and your interests. And, you know, I certainly have friends from being a teenager where maybe what we were interested in became quite different in our early 20s, but then became closer again. So I certainly think that that can be an aspect of it. But I guess there are some rites of passage that we go through where perhaps those changes can be a bit more stark and you can suddenly feel that you relate to somebody a bit more or a bit less overnight. And I, f- I personally feel that in some of my own friendships, I felt that different quite suddenly, sometimes in a positive way. And then sometimes it's not played out quite how I might have hoped. So certainly, you know, friends of mine who already have children, I think that it's kind of deepened and strengthened our friendships in some ways, because suddenly you have different kinds of conversations and you can kind of relate to something that they've been through in a completely different way than you might have done previously and I think that's that's quite a special thing that's come from becoming a parent totally agree with that one of the guests actually on the podcast she is was always in in our group and her husband and her had a had a child literally the same time as me and Will and we were never really friends before we just sort of knew of each other as soon as we knew each other were pregnant our relationship was forever changed and overnight we became like much closer and we, we have been that way ever since but then on the other hand some people that I was very close to especially over the pandemic or a couple of years before that they are in a completely different phase of life I feel to me like some people have come out of relationships and are basically starting again and we don't really talk anymore and I think that's it's really difficult because it's almost like I have a sense of grief for like the relationship that we had before however I have to have a bit of as you said before like a bit of grace for them that they they can't really relate to what I'm doing and I can't really relate I'm not there for spontaneous after work drinks or random weekends in like Europe even though I might want to be and I really grapple with the with the idea of like is it a bad thing that we're not as close anymore because I I think sometimes yes it is because it's a shame but also the the changes that we're going through in life I almost feel like it's expected I would definitely definitely relate to what you've said and certainly I feel as though I have some friendships where we're not as close as we were and it's really difficult to not overthink why that might be because certainly in some instances I feel like I've tried and maybe not got back what I've put in or not felt that's my perception anyhow and I think I've I, you know I haven't quite a lot of time thinking about that and thinking like have I done something wrong that perhaps this person's not comfortable to tell me or is it that we are in just this different phase of life and if that is the case is there a way back at some point down the line when Lewis is slightly less dependent on me and I can be more the person that I was before but am I ever going to be that person again you know or am I going to be a new version and so it's something which I've thought about a lot since having Lewis and I think one of the things I've come to the conclusion of is that essentially for me my friends are a really big part of who I am they're a big part of my identity And I think that when you become a mother, your identity is challenged anyway, because suddenly overnight, everything is different. The day before you might be, I don't know, having lunch with some people or like having a work call or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're kind of tied to this tiny person and your life is just nothing how it looks before. And I feel that for me, I was looking for a lot of anchors back to the person that I was before to kind of help me work out who this new version of myself is. And I think my friends are a really big part of that. And to kind of feel that some of those anchors have no longer been there, found really hard hence I've spent so long kind of thinking about it and kind of thinking like what does that mean in terms of the future with some of these with some of these people and just sort of coming back to what you're saying I completely understand that it is something about being in different phases of life from 
one another um so really kind of what can we expect from one another there was a article in stylist magazine i believe about the phenomenon of semi-ghosting and that was relating to the idea of friends who check in very sporadically and then kind of make plans with you almost all the way and then kind of disappear i wonder whether you had any experience of that and what reasons there could be behind that i've certainly had some contact which has felt a bit perfunctory Mm compared to perhaps how it had been previously and I'm not sure again if it's just that you know perhaps being in different stages of life can impact on that and I think again like I think I found some of that quite challenging sometimes because it makes me wonder if I need to just be my old self in order to maintain some of these relationships with people do I need to kind of not talk about my child and Mm. kind of just sort of continue conversations as well and how how do I feel about that is something which I've grappled with because you know at the moment Lewis is is my job he is my you know but you don't kind of get evenings and weekends do you so he's such a big part of my life that I don't want to feel as though I guess I don't want to acknowledge the fact that having had him you know my precious child um may have lessened the depth of some of my friendships but equally I understand that I'm more time poor than I ever have been and my brain is frazzled from not having enough sleep and constantly thinking just Lewis need to eat those sorts of like baby maintenance you know so I know that I'm I'm not the same person as well and so I don't know how it feels on the other side I do try to see it from the other side as well in the sense of that we are so time poor so if I have 30 minutes 25 minutes sometimes if she's on a really shit nap day if I've got 25 minutes to write a quick message to someone I'm gonna message someone that I know is gonna respond that I know wants to hear from me and then therefore I'm kind of doing the same thing I'm like not reaching out you know to to certain people and then kind of time will go by and I'll be like well I haven't heard from so and so and it's like yeah but have you spoken to them and I know it sounds so petty but it's kind of it almost is going round and round in circles on my end anyway it's almost like am I just doing the exact same thing like am I am I the ghoster almost have I had the have I had the baby and gone off radar really I guess to a certain extent that I have but she's my job and I've got a job you know I've been working since she was really really small barely got time to do you know anything so where do where do friends fit into it it's a really really tough one it is a really tough one and I, I think a conclusion that I've come to is that you know I will always try and maintain the friendships which are important to me even if that's kind of sending a birthday card and saying I'm really sorry that I've not been in touch as much as I might have liked to have been so kind of doing what I can do but I think I've equally come to the conclusion that sometimes friendships go through fallow periods and hopefully they can be resurrected perhaps a bit down the line when perhaps there's a bit more in common or we are a bit less time poor. I mean, I have this sort of vision in my head that as soon as I finish my maternity leave and I go back to work, I'll suddenly be like having drinks with people after work and, <laughs> and I'll, I'll kind of connect with that part of my old self. But I equally know that I'll be missing my child and wanting to run home. I just do feel that motherhood is a constant evolution of kind of developing your identity and kind of working out who you are and how you blend this old version of yourself with this new version and kind of where everything fits in. Let's talk about new friendships then. So talk about old friendship and ongoing friendships and long friendships, but new friendships. So I don't know about you, but having friends with children was something that was really important to me. So as soon as I could, I was on I was on Peanut, the app. 
and I signed Polly up to Baby College, which mm-hmm. is like a baby group. Really wanted to meet people that had kids the same age as Polly. But I'm just wondering whether friends with kids that you meet because of the circumstance, do you feel like they can be like really lifelong friends or do you think their friendship's born out of convenience and will they kind of just fizzle out? I'm the kind of person where if I'm friends with someone, I feel like I'm friends with someone. I've been burnt before as well, where I thought I was friends with someone and then they've sort of let it fizzle out and I'm like oh oh okay but so my answer to that question would be like I hope for me that they are lifelong friends and their kids can be friends of Polly's and we can go through it all together but yeah I don't know I don't know how you feel about mum friends and friends that you meet at like antenatal classes and things I think that before I became a mum and I was on maternity leave I thought that have my antenatal group and, and meet other people at baby classes and we would enjoy each other's company over the year and and kind of essentially you want people who are on a similar sort of schedule for you that you can have a nice conversation with like go for a walk and all these sorts of things so I think I think I had a more relaxed attitude to making friends and whether we would be friends long term that would kind of be seen but I think certainly one of the things that I've come to the conclusion of is that actually making friends that I can see myself being friends with beyond this time off in terms of my maternity leave has been really important to me and I think it's partly because I don't don't just want to spend time with people where the only thing we have in common is a baby. It's really important to me to be able to meet up with somebody and to talk about what's happening in politics, for example. Or, you know, like how are they feeling about work? What do they do for their work? And, you know, I kind of want to have conversations which are a bit more multifaceted than kind of just about like how weaning's going and like whether someone slept or not. And so I think it's been, it's taken me a while to kind of curate myself like a group of mum friends who kind of fit in that bracket but I've met some amazing people and people I wouldn't have just met had I not had a child and people who are really local as well which is really lovely you know people I'll probably get the training to work with the big question then do you think friendships can stay the same after a baby and I know that's such a huge question because obviously each friendship is different and has its own facets but broadly do you think that they can stay the same after a baby it is a big question I think it's a difficult one maybe to answer at this point I think that like we said before that relationships can ebb and flow and so whether changes which I've seen over the last year are just you know that ebbing and flowing I'm not sure but I certainly feel as though if I feel like I've changed so much as a person since becoming a parent I can't really expect my friends and how they relate to me to stay the same as well it's all dynamic isn't it everything's out of all of these relationships so I understand that what I'm bringing to the table is probably quite different from what I was a year ago and therefore I can't necessarily expect that what I get back will be the same so I think I hope that they stay the same in terms of how special we are to each other but with an acknowledgement that I've you know in terms of my own life at the moment I have a tiny person whose needs I have to put before my own even if my one of my key needs is is spend time with my friends and have that connection I just I can't prioritize it with having such a small person trying to find that happy medium between who I was and, and who I am now but it is nice to finish a conversation yeah it is <laughs> and I think that that's I think that's a really important point because I think I often feel like if I'm going to meet or I have I have at times felt that if I was going to go meet a friend I shouldn't take Lewis because I wouldn't I'd end up feeling really guilty if I had to like stop a conversation mid-flow because you know he started to cry or he chucked something on the floor that I had to scramble under a table for that kind of thing and I think the balance of kind of being a mum but also being someone's friend I can sometimes find quite difficult in the moment 
like that. And so I think sometimes it, it is easier to kind of keep them a bit separate in terms of like, well, operationally, for want of a better way of saying it. I think I went through a period where I really grieved for some of my friendships. I think it was part of me grieving for my old life, but kind of grieved for some of my friendships where I felt that if we weren't meeting up, it kind of felt like the friendship was dwindling a bit. Yeah. Um, or perhaps we've not been not been in touch as much as I'd hoped we might have been. But I think that now, kind of as times pass and I've made new amazing friends as well, I kind of feel easier about it all. You just can't anticipate what motherhood's going to be like. And it's a lot. It's intense in every single way, I think, you know, like physically, mentally. It's just, it's a lot. And I think the impact on friendships was just something that I'd never thought about at all. It kind of took me a bit left field. I want to say a massive thank you to Holly for coming on the podcast. She gave me a lot to think about. I thought I knew which direction the conversation was going to go. And actually, she gave me a lot of food for thought. And now I'm reevaluating how I feel. So that's actually crazy. I think it's the best thing to do, though, is to talk about these kinds of things. And then who knows, your perspective might change. We actually caught up after the episode, after we wrapped. And Holly mentioned something that I thought was really, really important to include. I think we. We obviously talked about friends drifting because they don't understand maybe what we're going through but also it would be remiss to not include people that may start to drift because of something that they are going through so we don't always know someone's personal situation being around someone with the young baby or children could be a painful reminder of something that they've been through they could be going through fertility issues they might be on their own journeys and we don't always know what that is obviously it's very easy to look at it from your own perspective which is actually why I'm so glad Holly mentioned this because sometimes I think I can be quite I can be quite introspective of myself but I sometimes find it harder to put myself in somebody else's shoes until it's almost pointed out to me and as soon as she said it I was like oh yeah okay that is really really important to include this episode obviously is not meant to offend anyone at all and I think it's really important that we show empathy to different people because as I say we don't always know what's someone is going through so thank you Holly for mentioning that while I was researching this episode I came across a survey that looked at 2,000 new parents and 68% said that they felt cut off from close friends and social ties after their baby arrived and while I agree to a certain extent especially in the very beginning you know there's not really much you can do you've got a tiny tiny little baby at home things do start to become a little bit clearer you hopefully begin to get a little bit more sleep and you can begin to rebuild those relationships maybe rebuild is the wrong word maybe rekindle and something that holly said really stuck out to me she said that she was really early in her motherhood journey and i am too and i know a lot of people that are listening are very early on too in their motherhood journeys so maybe it's too early to make the call of whether your friendships are changing maybe some specific ones are just in that fallow period that we mentioned maybe some of them will grow stronger over time and maybe some of them have just come to their natural ending and maybe that's not such a bad thing because babies really do change everything but change is not always negative and it's okay if friendships change. I feel like you go through a lot of versions of yourself in life and while you're changing everyone around you is changing as well and all have to give ourselves grace for that. Something else that I would also say is that relationships and friendships aren't all or nothing. You don't always have to be 100% 
content with everyone all the time because if you did we'd be exhausted and who needs more of that I think I'm coming away from this episode feeling a little bit more relaxed about things and maybe just trusting that things will be okay and I will be okay and the friendships that are meant to withstand will withstand and I'm going to try not to worry so much and I hope you are not worrying either and in the meantime I'm always on the end of a DM so please send one at you still podcast on Instagram or Twitter and let's have a chat let me know whether your friendships have changed since having a baby or whether you think they haven't and also just let me know what you think that means thank you so much again and I will catch you in the next one thank you for joining me for this episode of you still you can join the community and keep up to date with all new episodes by following at you still podcast on Instagram and Twitter If you want to get in touch to tell me how I'm doing, suggest new guests, or let me know which topics you'd like me to cover, email youstillpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you.